0: 1.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro FM 100.5 Smyrna and online at WGNSradio.com. if it's passed bounced or hit we're talking about it all sports talk is on news radio WGNS all sports talk
1: is sponsored by good neighbor state farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home SoCo Roofing and Restoration. First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance and Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors.
0: We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk.
2: Good afternoon, welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. The college basketball season is over in UConn. Fifth national title, um, under three coaches, pretty impressive. Uh, Of course, we know about their women's program, and we are going to talk some women's basketball today with MTSU women's coach Rick Ensel back from the Final Four. Uh, Coach, how are you? Doing great, Monty. What about you? Doing great, boy. Uh, it well, was some Final Four, wasn't it?
3: I'm telling you, it was uh, it was two real, uh, real really three uh, good games. You know, the two semifinal games and the last game, but all three of them were great games. Uh,
2: set massive records for this uh, tournament. Uh, uh, as somebody that's been in girls and women's basketball as long as you've been in it, you got to be really excited where this game is. It's where it was, where it is now, and really where it's going.
3: I I like everything that's going on, and a lot of people want to give credit to a lot of things, but I think credit needs to be given to the fact that you've got got players that are playing on travel teams when they're 6th, 7th, 8th grade years. Some of them even younger than that, and you've got coaches that are working with them there that are are working on their skill development. And then you've got more parity in college. You've got more people that are being uh, recruited. And then you got the transfer portal. In some cases, uh, the transfer portal helped the LSU. You know, they, they got nine new players. So, right now our game is doing well. Let's see where it's at. Maybe three, four, five years from now. But I think because of summer basketball, it's finally caught up. They say that some sports like soccer and maybe some others, the the female uh, athletes are going gravitating to that. And that may be the case, but there's still a there's still a great great number of them that's playing summer basketball.
2: You know, we've we've seen it a couple times before when somebody knocks off a juggernaut that you don't think anybody was going to beat. Maybe it was Mississippi State not so long ago beat UConn at the buzzer, but did not win the championship. I think everybody maybe thought when Iowa beat south carolina they were going to win the championship but i tell you what lsu played an unbelievable game i mean they had players step up and i know we a lot of people try to um make the game more complicated than it is they just made shots
3: that's what they did i mean lsu i thought played probably their best game of the year i've seen them play a lot this year kim and me are good friends i've watched them uh through their SEC schedule because most of the time they're playing on Sunday and sometimes they're playing on Monday nights during our coaches' show. So I've got to see them a lot. I thought they played probably their best basketball game in the finals, and that's when you need to play it. Uh, they, their kids hit shots. They got a, shots. They got a lot of help off their bench. Um, you know, I, I thought it was a great game. Now the, the South Carolina getting upset did not surprise me. I thought Iowa was a good basketball team. They had some great shooters and. Uh, 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 South Carolina had a lot of size, and, you know, that size, and a lot of times we're not going to come out on the perimeter and guard those shooters, and I think you saw what happened. And then also South Carolina, uh, you saw that, um, that Iowa had a great player in Caitlin Clark. So, you know, that didn't surprise me. I thought it would be a close game. It ended up being a close
2: game. Sure did, and, you know, you, you, and you get in that finals game, I mean, she got her 30. But they made her earn them a, a lot of times, didn't they?
3: Well, I, I thought I'd never see what I'm about to tell you again. But Alicia Clark in three games in the conference tournament went 40, 44, and 50. And I think she went 40, 40, and 30-something. So she got close. But I didn't think I'd ever see anybody, any one player right. score anywhere like the, uh, like Alicia scored. In a, and Caitlin Clark did that.
2: There were a couple games uh, you needed every one of them from Alicia, too, didn't you? Uh, well,
3: the last game, the, the game she got 50 in the last basket that she got put us up one and won the game. So yeah. that just it just shows you that, you know, we were going to the whale. She was tired, and I just told her, you, you can rest the night at the hotel. You, you, you're not coming <laughs> out. And we just kept throwing to the ball, and you had some players that were very unselfish, and Amber Lanning, Jackie Pickle. Chelsea Alimans, Brandy Brown—you had some great players around her. All of those were thousand-point scores, but they knew we were in the—we were—we had a chance to win that tournament and go to the NCAA. They knew our best shot was going to Alicia Clark. And that's what teams do.
2: You know, there were some other teams in, in that tournament too. You know, well, you know, we—I didn't mention Virginia Tech. I guess that's their first Final Four, but there were a lot of teams that were in the running to get to that. Elite eight and Final Four weren't they? I
3: thought I thought Virginia Tech had a great team, and then uh, I'll be honest with you, I thought we had a shot to be in the Elite Eight. Also, we ran into a hot Colorado team that did, made shots, and they hadn't made shots like that all year. But you know, that's what happens when you go in the tournament. You got to be prepared for everything. You got to be prepared not to make shots. You got to be prepared to make shots, and they were. They made them, and they they played great defense, aggressive defense, and uh, it's it's the odd that the officials that was playing that was calling sunday one of them was on our game also (laughs) really and she she didn't have a problem with them uh she let them play aggressive for sunday they didn't play aggressive you know i think there's a lot of of feedback that's going to come back on that final game because of your three officials
2: well i think i made the comment that uh, i thought those three ought to donate their check to charity because it was like they they thought the fans were there to see them. It was just some befuddling calls and I know it's a it's a tough game to capitiate. Men, women, whatever it is, but uh, We it, got better
3: we got better officials, to
2: be yeah. honest with you.
3: We got better officials.
2: Um, and
3: uh, I I thought we did a poor job, you know. Those three did a poor job. I mean they did they didn't jail together, you know. You officials are like teams. You got teams that you know, you put these guys together and you hope that they they jail. And they didn't do that. They they kind of had opposite games, you know. I thought the technical foul on Clark was was not needed. I didn't get into all that other stuff because, you know, when you win championships, sometimes you think outside of your, your um, box or your body and do things sometimes and say things outside of your body. So you just got to forgive that stuff. And when you lose a game like that, when you got to show a lot of class, and when you win a game like that, you got to show a lot of
2: class. I mean, I'll never forget there was one time Ebony Rowe, you know, she uh, I mean, she got knocked to the floor and they and the ball went out of bounds and they gave it to the other team. I don't even know who you're playing. She slammed her palm on the floor and they gave her a technical. And I remember after the game you said something to the peck like, well, they beat on her for four years, so, you know, I guess she's due one. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think that's the only technical we've got in that uh, gym, in Murphy Center since I've been there. Yeah, it was. So, uh, you know, uh, she 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 wants to get a technical valve. I thought she was very deserving to get one. And, hey, and, and I wasn't going to say a word because she they beat on with three and four people all year long, yeah. really for four years, to be honest with you.
2: They really did. The Clark girl um, – what what makes I mean, she's got unlimited range, obviously, but she's a really good passer and does a lot of things. You know, yeah, do you know much about? She's it? won
3: all the way through. She won in high school. She won in travel team basketball, and uh, and she's, she's winning in college. It's not surprising. I've seen her for the last two or three years. She's a uh, she's an unselfish player. She's got a lot of basketball IQ. Uh, she's very intelligent when it comes to playing the game. Uh, you know. Her success, you know, you think she gets forty points, but that blame she shares the basketball as much as anybody out there. Yeah. So uh, she's a great player, and so is uh, so is a young lady that plays for LSU. She's got a different game, but she's unstoppable. When you get her the ball, she's much like an Alicia Clark. She's gonna get it up on the rim, and, if you, and she's gonna beat. If she misses it, she's gonna beat you to the rim to rebound and put it back in. And Alicia did that a lot. So you know, she just got maybe. Four or five inches on height, as far as Alicia's concerned. But you got to look; Alicia's still playing in the pros.
2: That's right.
3: So she's got the game.
2: Rick Ensel, MKC Women's Basketball Coach, joined us today. We'll take a break and be right back.
1: Shop your favorites at Dillard's, J.C. Penney, Rue 21, Hot Topic, and more. Grab a bite at Crab Fever, Sam's Sports Grill, Olive Garden, or Miller's Ale House. With more than 60 retailers, you're sure to find something that you'll love at Stones River Town Center. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for style tips, upcoming events, and sales information. Stones River Town Center, off Old Fort Parkway in Murfreesboro. Shopping centered on you. Online at shopstonesriver.com. Modern convenience, local touch. Mills Family Pharmacy on South Church Street in Murfreesboro.
0: In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417.
2: It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work, Where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906, that's First Bank. MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel joined us. Coach, um, Kim Mulkey was in a great spot uh, at Baylor. Um, chose to go to LSU, and I guess the one thing that stood out, she said, she goes, I see Final Four banners, but that's not why I'm here. And um, She backed it up. I know you've known her a long time Um She's, I have. I knew a,
3: her when she was playing. Wow! Uh, back in high school, when she just left high school and went to Law Tech, I knew her, uh, and she was also a success all the way through. She's a good friend of mine. She's a good friend of Coach Summits. Uh, she's done a great, great job there, and you know, she'd still be at Baylor if they treated her right. You know that. Uh, I think she had some success. They didn't pay her. Then they, from what I understand, they may have was going to put somebody's uh, name on the floor uh, that. She didn't feel like it was deserving to be on the floor. And uh, it wasn't an ex-coach or anything. It was a donor. And so she just said, heck, you're going to do that. I'm going to leave. And she left and went to LSU. Now, look, I think I'd say that, that and Baylor's basketball has not been like it was since she's left. So she won, what, two or three championships there at Baylor. And now she's won one there at, uh, at LSU.
2: Yeah. Now, you're not going to be um... – getting any of those suits made specially made for you are you no you know i'm
3: <laughs> matter of fact i gotta i just wear the same old ones i got you know i'm just no country boy i'm <laughs> proud of what i got and i'll just wear them
2: all right coach let's talk about your team uh, we haven't busy with you since you went to the ncaa tournament and uh like you said um you know colorado i mean i think they hit more threes and about a two-and-a-half-minute stretch, and they were average, averaging coming into that game. It's just sometimes you run into a buzzsaw, don't you? You go
3: back and look at the game, we had a hand on the ball. And when you got a hand on the ball shooter, then uh, that's all you can ask for. And you don't want to get too close nowadays because of them coming down, being able to land and all that. So, you know, uh, our players did a great job defending. Our, our uh, Matt and Tom Hodges put the scouting report together, Jim and the fell right in there on top of it with them, and we all felt very comfortable with what was going on. They came out and hit shots. Uh, We didn't play that bad. They just played a lot better, and uh, they were a hot team, and, you know, they deserved a win. They went on, and I think, what, they got put out the next game, didn't
2: they? No, they beat Duke the next game. Yeah. Yeah, No,
3: they beat Duke the next game. and got put out the game after that. Yeah. But I felt like going into that tournament, we could beat Colorado and Duke. And go to the Sweet 16, and with a chance, you know, there, who knows? We had Iowa. uh, We had shooters, too. And if our shooters come out and shoot uh, like they can shoot, you know, you got Lex, and you had Jalen, and you had uh, Cam, and you had uh, Savannah Wheeler, and you had Courtney. I mean, we shot the ball pretty good ourselves. And I've seen us have nights like that where we hit, and I was banking on getting in there and playing an Iowa team and maybe hitting shots, doing doing as good a job as we could, depending. And then – Bank on our players knocking down shots.
2: I saw um, a picture Matt put on Facebook when you got back. It was right after you got back. Jalen Gregory was in the gym shooting. Uh, It says a lot about the type of players you got, doesn't it?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're they're still in there right now. I mean, they're every single day. They've been since we've got back. Our kids have been in there playing. Now, right now, we haven't lost anybody to the portal. and Let's knock on wood and hope that we don't. But uh, you never tell in these days and times with all these handlers and things behind the scenes.
2: That's it. It's not just high school coaches. It's you know people that are friends with their, their parents and whatnot, or parents. Oh, I mean, and
3: they're looking for money for themselves. They'll, they'll tell an LSU. You know, you take a, you've got a good player. They'll tell an LSU or a Tennessee or somebody like that. Hey. If you will throw me five thousand dollars, I'll be able to pull it off and bring this kid up there to you. And you know, what's five thousand dollars now in the name of name in the day of name, image, and likeness? That's nothing. I mean, from what I understand, Tennessee's got two different players that are playing up. They're paying over two hundred thousand dollars a piece. So, and then the late the young girl that uh, that just went to Tennessee, from what I understand, got a big water money uh, from Belmont to play her fifth year. So, you know, uh, those guys are out there. And you got to deal with them. And we ain't got any choice but to deal with them. But I can tell you right now that Middle Tennessee is not going to be going in and and, and, and dealing with a handler or anything. If somebody goes in the portal, we'll deal with them there. But we're not going to be go in behind the scenes.
2: I was going to ask you about spring recruiting. I know, you know, where are you numbers-wise? Are you looking for any more players for this upcoming we season? A, we've
3: signed a young lady that uh, out of Russia. And uh, we'll wait. She'll probably be here in June. We're also recruiting another young lady out of Germany. And, uh, you know, and then we've got Jada Harrison, which is out of Martin, uh, Tennessee. And we feel like with if we keep all of our perimeters in place, and we had two young ladies that were hurt, you know, Gracie Dodgen and was hurt, and then um, Gracie Hamby was hurt. And you throw them back in with Jada and with Courtney and with uh, – Jalen Gregory and, uh, what we've got already. Um, we, we and Tamia, we feel like that we've got a, we've got a good backcourt and, uh, you know, we don't want to touch that. Now if something happens and one or two of them were to go into the portal. We don't, we don't anticipate that because they told us it's all going to be back. Um, then we'll stay right where we're at. But if we have to go in, we'll go in.
2: What, um, what do you expect out of the Conference USA next year? Obviously losing, you know, lost three this year, losing six more. Uh, the new look conference, what do you expect out of it?
3: Well, the, the, the teams that are coming in, I think their uh, RPI and their net ranking is a little higher than the ones we're losing. So I wouldn't think that the conference will lose any net points at all. I think it will be just as tough. We just won't have as many teams. You know, so, uh, you know, and then you never know. You never know, but into the end of this summer, we may pick up another team or two. So, you just got to hang in there. And, you know, my job is to coach women's basketball there at Middle Tennessee. Chris Massaro and Sydney McPhee are in charge of uh, what goes on inside the conference and whatever they throw at us is what we'll do.
2: Well, it um, this year was certainly fun for the fans. I mean, you've gone two straight years. Where your fans have got to leave a game happy every night, haven't they?
3: Well, I think we'll be as good or better next year. I really do. I, we're gonna miss Alexis Whittington. Um, I'm telling you, she was a war horse that could play uh, four different positions and a winner, and just uh, you know, going to be a great coach. We're gonna miss Cassinia, but uh, I think the young ladies that we got coming back in are gonna be uh, are gonna help us. I think they're gonna be better. They're gonna be stronger. They're going to be more experienced. They're going to know more what to expect. I think uh, we got a shot to be better and maybe even go further in the tournament than we did this year. Uh, So, you know, I'm I'm excited about what's going on. You know, I've got our coaching staff intact, uh, Matt and and, uh, Nina and Kim and Tom Hodges. So, you know, I don't see much difference in the fact when we start working in June, I think – we're going to be pretty excited about putting everything together. Now, this year we did a little different. We're not going to, we're not going to uh, do any skill development uh, during April or during May. We're going to do that starting in June. We're going to do all weight, strength, and conditioning through that period of time. We felt like our team needed to be stronger.
2: Well, um, again, congratulations on a good year, another conference championship, and uh, they know they know how difficult it is, though, don't they, to get to the NCAA tournament?
3: Oh God, I'm telling you, just every night it's a grind, Marty. It's a, just a grind. You just can't you can't go out there and take anything for granted. Uh, you just can't go out there and think, hey, well, you know, this team is is 11th or 12th in the conference. We ought to win. Those are the games that, that really they throw everything they got at you because. We're their Super Bowl. You know, you take, we go to UTEP and we go to UTSA and we lose two games. And I don't, I can't tell you right now what happened except that those two teams played well. But then we come back, get right back on track and uh, was able to breeze right through. I think we ended up winning, what, 15 or 16 more in a row. So, you know, pretty proud of what our basketball teams did, their attitude, their work ethic. I've got no complaints on this year. Our fan base is magnificent. I, I don't know if you saw pictures of what went on up at Duke when we was playing in Colorado, but our team, our our fan base filled the gym up. One side of the gym, it was unbelievable. I was, it it kind of sent chill bumps something down my arms and back whenever we walked out to play and saw all those people there.
2: You know, I heard one other thing about you know the way the tournament goes and seedings and the respect you get. You know. The, I know the FAU men's coach had, met, had said that, you know, I I never even thought about us not being in the tournament. But then when I saw we were a ninth seed, I was like, well, did we have to win our conference tournament? And yeah. uh, did you kind of feel the same way when you well, saw your I seed?
3: I we were eleventh. I thought we probably should have been anywhere from six to, to nine is what I was thinking. And then uh, came back 11. I know what he's talking about. And then you take Colorado that played us they ended up being third in the pack 10 and beat three of the teams twice that got seated ahead of them yeah. and you know uh, it's just unreal sometimes looking at what's going on
2: yeah and they never had a really what they call bad a bad loss oh no no well, well coach another great year appreciate you joining us throughout the year and always and uh We'll talk to you soon. Thank
3: you, Monty. Appreciate you.
2: That's MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Entzel joining us today. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. And Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
4: If you've been injured in a car crash, you need our legal help, but you don't have to drive to Nashville anymore to get it. The law offices of John Day has expanded our office location to Medical Center Parkway,
5: just across the street from the hospital. Remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. Good afternoon, they're moving several accidents Ellington Parkway northbound at Cleveland Street. That's got traffic jammed up pretty good, trying to get uh, up north there on Ellington Parkway. Heavy, but 40 eastbound at 840 just outside of Lebanon. As you continue through that stretch of Wilson County, watch for radar out in Wilson and Smith counties. Hey, Nash Painting, they service all of Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted by professionals, and I'm sure you do, call Nash Painting. Check them out online at NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic.
0: Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. Here on News Radio WGNS.
1: You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything.
2: This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert.
0: It's time. Show your true blue. Blue
1: Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance?
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
4: Well, good afternoon, everybody. There is no Blue Raider baseball this afternoon. The game with Southeast Missouri that was scheduled to have started today at 4 p.m. was canceled due to the threat of weather. We'll give you more baseball information in just a moment. But first, let's go to men's golf, where five Blue Raiders are among the honorees in the Conference USA Men's Golf All-Conference Awards is announced on Monday. Owen Stamper was named the 2023 Conference USA Golfer of the Year, as well as First Team All-Conference. Michael Bernard picked up second team all-conference recognition while Kevin Jeggers was named to the third team. Marcus Vargin earned freshman of the year and all-freshman team honors while Carter Maneth was also named to the all-freshman team. Stamper's Middle Tennessee second conference USA golfer of the year and the 11th conference player of the year in program history. He also earned the first all-conference recognition of his career. The Scottsville, Kentucky native leads the Blue Raiders with a 71.0 stroke average through the Conference USA Championship, where he finished second individually. A three-time Conference USA Player of the Week, Stamper picked up the tournament title of his career, the first tournament title of his career this spring at the Lake Las Vegas Intercollegiate. MTSU is headed to the NCAA Salem Regional at the Cliffs at Kiowie Falls in Salem, South Carolina, that will be held uh, next week, May 15 through 17. So while we're on the golf, uh, let's talk about the women's side. The Lady Raiders were selected to participate in the inaugural National Golf Invitational, a new postseason golf tournament. It's scheduled to start this weekend, May 12 through 14, at Ak-Chin Southern Dunes Golf Club in Maricopa, Arizona. For the Lady Raiders, this will be MTSU's first team appearance in the postseason since back-to-back NCAA regional berths in 2015 and 2016, including a trip to the 2015 NCAA championships. Well, we told you that the Blue Raiders game with uh, Southeast Missouri today in baseball has been canceled due to weather. The uh, Blue Raiders do have a game scheduled Tomorrow at uh, North Alabama, first pitch there is scheduled for 5 p.m. With just six games left in the Conference USA regular season, Middle is now in a three-way tie for fifth place with Western Kentucky and Florida Atlantic. The Raiders are 12-12 and 12 in the league and sit ahead of both teams in the standings via the three-way head-to-head tiebreaker and are one game back of Louisiana Tech for fourth and a game and a half back of Charlotte for third. The Blue Raiders combined for 43 hits across three games in the series at Dallas Baptist. In a total team effort offensively, the Raiders got 14 multi-hit performances from its hitters in the series. briggs Rudder went four for five with a home run and a win on Saturday and hit a combined 500 in the series. All right, softball tournament. Conference USA Tournament begins on Wednesday in Ruston, Louisiana. Here's the lineup. Middle Tennessee drew the short straw here, having to face the homestanding Lady Texters of Louisiana Tech. That game will be at noon on Wednesday. The other first-round game will have Western Kentucky against FIU. In middle's half of the bracket, the winner of Midland Louisiana Tech advanced to face North Texas. The winner of that game will move on to the quarterfinals to face UAB, the number 2 seed. On the lower half of the bracket, the winner of Western and FIU will move forward to play FAU, and the winner of that will get Charlotte, who also got the double bye into the quarterfinals. All right, that is it for a Tuesday. Blue Raider baseball tomorrow at North Alabama, so we'll have another report for you coming up on Thursday. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates.
5: Your pet is more than just a pet. They're your family's fearless protector, your fetching athlete, and your crumbs-on-the-floor detector, the warm, snuggly heartbeat at your feet. Hello, I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and I understand why your pet means so much to you. Did you know that State Farm and True Panion have teamed up to give your furry family members the protection they deserve? Pet medical insurance. It's another way State Farm is here to help life go right for you like a good neighbor state farm is there
0: all sports talk on news radio wgns on fm 101.9 and am 1450 murfreesboro fm 100.5 smyrna and streaming at wgnsradio.com
2: welcome back to all sports talk all righty well last night uh yukon defeats san diego state 76 59 they pretty much just dominated the tournament. Um, every game in double figures, some bigger than others. Um, they beat Miami 72-59 to in the semis. And great year for San Diego State. They beat um, FAU 72-71 in the semifinals. I think they just kinda imposed their will in that game against FAU. Um, FAU had rebounded well with everybody. They out rebounded Kansas State forty four to twenty two. But it really caught up with them at the They you know um, San Diego State missing free throw after free throw and they're just playing volleyball with it. And then FAU missed some key free throws. But man, what a year. You know, they're headed off to the American Athletic Conference. With five other teams in the league, Um, and they got every player but one back. Uh, Maybe that's a maybe. Now some have already come from the portal. I don't know. You're in the final four. Uh, That was just that was an incredible run, and they belonged. I mean, they you know they didn't didn't have cupcakes. Memphis was playing outstanding going into the tournament. Okay, Fairleigh Dickinson, you know, it upset Purdue. Um, that was a pretty tough game for them, you know. Catching a team that was uh, playing on emotion. And, hey, it was a good basketball team. Let's not forget that. And then, you know, they handled Tennessee. I mean, it was just a – it was an unlikely but a phenomenal run. Uh, that they had, you know. I'm not much ballying who and other teams in the conference. They're not even in Middle's conference here. Come at the end of May, uh, you know they're bettering themselves. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. You know I like you know everybody's like you hear people all the time say, "Well, my team's out. If Alabama's out, I'm still SEC." See, I don't get that. You think, you think Red Sox fans cheer for the Yankees if they're in the World Series? May com- be comparing apples and oranges. I remember a couple years ago, well, four or five years ago now probably, when the Jaguars were um, um, in the playoffs and had the good run and they were playing the Patriots. Everybody's for the Jaguars. I mean, Jeff Fisher spent his whole career making that a hated rival. He called it Nissan Stadium South or whatever it was when they would go down there. Um, I just don't get wrapped up in what the other team does. I mean, if you're a middle guy, do you cheer for Western? I don't know. I mean, you can say, yeah, middle is the last team to beat them going – En route to their run to the Final Four. Speaking of FAU, but I, I don't really get wrapped up in all that. I, if I got a rival, I don't, I don't pull for him. Don't pull for him at all. But it was impressive what they did, and I almost did kind of catch myself pulling for them there. To leave, you know, to get into the finals. I think that the outcome would have been about the same as it was. Uh, <coughs> against excuse me against San Diego State but it was a very intriguing NCAA tournament and I think a big part of it um is because of the portal you know we had coach um McDevitt on MTSU's men's coach last week and he talked about staying old he feels like they got to stay old you know they're definitely going to hit that portal this year Didn't have to last year. Didn't lose nobody to it. Losing five to it this year. Two really good players in particular. You know, Eli Eli Lawrence, uh, all-conference. Tepel Leonard, uh, the dunk fest show, the 61 blocks this season. uh, Was the number one rated recruit coming into Conference USA when he was a freshman. So I mean, you're losing two good players there. And you're losing depth as well. But you, you got a chance to stay old. You stay old. That's why there's less and less um, high school players getting signed by Division I teams. You can't even go tap the D2 market yourself. But, you know, as he spoke, there's like 1,800 players in that quarter. They're all not going to sign. Some of them are going to be disappointed. Which brings me to a question, hypothetically speaking. You lose a guy to the portal, and um, he doesn't get selected. Do you take him back? I don't. Respect your decision to go, but this is not the place for you now. It's not going to be a place for you again later. That's me. Not everybody agrees with me either, so uh, no problem there. But the women's final four was great. You know, Iowa beat South Carolina 77-73, Clark 41 points, six boards, eight assists, eight turnovers. And she only made five out of 17 from three-point range. And she still got forty-one. Didn't have her best game the other day. LSU had a lot to do with that. They they deed her up pretty good. Um, but it was Iowa's defense that they, you know, that they're probably limited in how they could play against such athleticism. And you know, they gave LSU had a lot of uncontested shots, and to their credit, they knocked them down and then come down to the trash talking or, or what, whatever it was probably blown out of proportion a lot by the media um people upset at the girl from lsu doing the thing and her you know pointing at her finger she's getting the ring well you know the other girl did it to south carolina Nobody made a big deal about it. So you can you can take out of that what you want to derive. I'm not gonna get into a political issue there on that, but hey, trash talking is it's in the men's game it's unbelievable. Now they've kind of curtailed it over years, but I mean, you remember back in the day when Bruce Stewart was here, and Ty Bainham played. Hey, he was the ultimate trash talker. Cause when I was covering him, I'd ask, what did you say to that guy? He goes, I told him it was going to be a long night. Bob guarding him. And then when he would score, he would bark in the guy's ear all the way up the court. And that's been a long part of the men's game. The well, women's game's evolving, too. There's going to be some banter. Now, I agree with what Diane Cummings said. She's been on our show a lot. Um, Senior Women's Associate Athletic Director uh, at MTSU. Pretty much oversees uh, the, the ladies' sports, the ladies' sports that they have. And um, she says, you know, win with class, lose with class. And I concur with that, too. You don't see it a whole lot. I've never really seen it much with... the the lady raiders you know but then i've seen it every now and then you know um it's part of the game you know and I, i think uh it got blown out of proportion and the girl reese the girl from lsu she's not backing down from it hey you know i grew up playing On in the playgrounds with boys, there was trash talking, just part of the game. So, and then today I heard the first lady, Dr. Biden, wants to invite both teams to the White House. Come on, come on! Again, I'm trying to stay out of the political thing of it, but sometimes it rears its head. Invite LSU. They earned it. They earned the championship. All right, off the soapbox. Just in time to take our final break, and we'll be right back.
0: If you're not waking up to the wake up crew, here's what you've been missing.
2: You had a day off in.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss the wake up crew with John, Brian, man, and Dalton. Man, Mr. Haney,
1: quit
5: working. Here on News Radio, WGNS. Good afternoon. They're moving several accidents. Ellington Parkway northbound at Cleveland Street. That's got traffic jammed up pretty good trying to get uh, up north there on Ellington Parkway heavy, 40 eastbound at 840, just outside of Lebanon. As you continue through that stretch of Wilson County, watch for radar out in Wilson and Smith Counties. Hey, Nash Painting, they serve us all in Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted by professionals, and I'm sure you do, call Nash Painting, check them out online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
0: We do it your
3: way yeah. Sir Pizza.
1: Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at sirpizzatn.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at sirpizzatn.com.
4: or online at www.freaksideassistedliving.com.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
2: Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough Woodbury and Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. MTSU baseball great weekend after a tough one at FAU getting swept Blue Raiders pull the broom out themselves they beat FIU 10 to 7 14 to 8 and 13 to 12 37 runs on 41 hits uh, middle's pitching not great at, by any stretch um, in the thriller on um, Sunday. Middle gave up four runs in the top of the ninth and scored five in the bottom half of the frame to walk it off. So leads us to this week. They're playing Western Kentucky again Thursday through Saturday. They a lot of the teams try to take uh, Easter Sunday off. Um, Middle took two out of three from Western earlier this year. Uh, you ask why are they playing again? Well, they, everybody everybody plays one team twice, typically your rival. Uh, the standings: uh, Texas San Antonio eight and one, Dallas Baptist uh, six and three, FAU Middle Rice and Charlotte are all five and four. Louisiana Tech four and five picked to win the league. And Western and FIU are two and seven. MTSU softball, they deserved certainly deserve a mention. Um, Twenty-four and ten, off to a good start this year. They lost two out of three to FAU. Um, Sunday's game was a tough one. Three to two in twelve innings. Keep in mind they play seven innings in softball. Not nine. So, really tough loss uh, for them. The standings Charlotte's nine and three. Um, UAB seven and five. Middle and FAU four and five and four. North Texas six and five. Law Tech four and five. FIU five and seven. UTEP and uh, Texas San Antonio two and seven. Um, pretty good league. Pretty good league. I saw something crazy. I was watching Oklahoma and Texas softball game the other day before the Final Four stuff started getting cranked up. And um, Oklahoma has not lost a series in the Big 12 in 13 years. I mean, that's, that's just phenomenal. I mean, you would think just by bad luck. I mean, the Big 12's got some good teams. You would think just bad luck would get you one weekend, but no, they 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 just really dominate that sport. Uh, tonight, uh, baseball last night, MTCS over PCA eight nothing. Softball Eagleville fourteen Zion Christian three, and Wilson Central beat Riverdale twelve to three. Today, um, baseball uh, Blackman at Siegel, Brentwood at Oakland, Stewart's Creek at Antioch. Um. So, Mother Nature probably going to rear its head and affect some games this week. But um, we shall see. It's going to be warm, though. And then until Thursday when it's like 58, and um, you wonder why the allergies are so bad. Okay, the Braves off to a 3-1 and start. 8-4 last night. Uh, Max Reed placed on the, IL today retroactive to April 1st so terrible to see your ace go out he's got a um, strained hamstring Um, (coughs) hopefully he'll get back here in about 12 days certainly going to miss 2 or 3 starts probably Um, Mike Wright still on the uh, right, still on the I.L. for the Braves right now. Got a couple of rookies pitching. Dodd, Schuster. Schuster gave up four runs at Washington the other day and then pitched uh, four pretty good innings. <laughs> but anyway, the Braves uh, are off to a 3-1 start. Last couple years, it's been like 1-3. So. All right, today's quote. It's baseball season. You can observe a lot by just watching Yogi Berra. you got to love Yogi Berra. All righty. Appreciate Rick Ensel joining us today, talking about the women's Final Four and the women's game. Tomorrow I'll be joined by Andy Herzer, and we'll talk to you then.